Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Shirts versus Skins, your favorite sports podcast, episode number 24 on the 24th. Shout out Kobe Bryant. Yes, uh, Yep, we got a great episode for you guys today. As you can kind of tell from my background, we're going to be diving into UFC 260. Give a little preview. Review Holland versus Brunson. Uh, give our Champions League draw reactions. Some March Madness reactions. It's upon us. I know Ahmed has a lot to say. Uh, the NBA trade trade deadline is in a little less than 24 hours, I believe. So we're going to give some final predictions on that. And the NFL free agency, Tiku's going to dive into his Giants a little there. So, Ahmed, take us into it. UFC 260 first. Let's talk about the major event. Let's get the card out. Which Let's I think talk about it. it's kind of crazy. It's it's this Saturday, right? And Bro, I feel like it's got no getting, attention whatsoever. You know, yeah. Is that? I mean, like we're getting fucking pay-per-views every month now. That's crazy. Yeah. So we're getting spoiled. Oh, but and I forgot it. to mention, we also have Last Man Standing at the end of the episode, probably some trivia, Oh. which I will host so that I don't fail once again. Yeah. Thank God. My track record is a little awful. That was an awful performance last time. All right. We'll see. We'll see how you guys perform. We'll see. Depends on the question. Yeah. But yeah. like, like. Yeah, I was gonna say how you guys are talking about like all these main cards and all these UFC events coming in. It's coming quick and fast, you know. Dana White ain't fucking around. He's giving us, he's giving us good events, you know, especially the competition, the fighters in these cards. And and Yoni, what I tell you, the landscape of the UFC is going to change in the next six months. And it's it's been already like four months, and it's already changing. Now already a huge pay-per-view event. Let's start with it. Stipe Miocic, Miocic as, as they really call him, versus Francis and Ganu too. Second time we see them. Uh it's up for the baddest man on the planet. Who who will leave the baddest man on the planet? Stipe, uh, of course, already beat him. I think that was two or three years ago. Uh, I think he was the first man to stop him, or first man to beat him in the octagon. Um, and what a performance it was. I think everybody started to really see how good Stipe really was after that fight. You know, like he just sunned Francis Ngannou, you know, the Mike Tyson of, of the sport. And now we get to see it again two, two or three years later. And obviously now he's, you know, definitely like a wholly different person, but, you know, well, they can't change you. Of course. But you can't change your whole, you know, fighting uh, like aspects and all that in, in two or three years. You can you can definitely improve, but you are who you are at this point. So we'll see. Um, I don't know if you guys want to break it down, but yeah, we I mean, we could dive into it a little. Uh, you're spot on. We'll see what happens. Can Francis Ngannou improve? I think last fight we really saw it was a tale of going the distance. A tale of experience, more so, as as you might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stipe really, really such a smart game plan. I remember watching it, and and to this day, I still like. It, it dawns on me how perfect, how absolutely perfect that game plan was executed to stop and- this beast who was coming up at the time. That everybody was like, he'll knock out everyone clean throughout the division. It was perfectly executed, but like you said, Francis and Gano improve on his mistakes from last fight. 
can did he improve his stamina? Did he will he adjust to to what we really saw was Stipe pinning him against the cage, pushing his head down and just tiring him out. Nothing special about it, but it worked. So we'll see. Now I was just watching I mean, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh now I was gonna, gonna say how moves. yeah. Break it. Go ahead. Go. No, no I, I was I was watching his whole uh, thing with Brett, and he was, I mean, he he was probably never as honest as he ever was. I think. Um, he said Ooh, I was Stipe? Francis when he was talking. Oh, Francis. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He he said I was I was lost. I had no idea if I won. Like, what's gonna happen next? He he said he said even if I won that fight. I had no idea, like, like if I'm going to sleep in Vegas that night or go back to Paris or he had no idea. He, he just knew he had, to, he had to fight this guy and that's it. And he said that he wasn't fully ready for it. Of course, a lot of fighters are going to say that, you know, but I, I think like, like he wasn't ready for it. He was, he was, like I said, the Mike Tyson, he was not going to, he was not, and he's a heavyweight too, which is on a whole different level. And he was, this like demolishing all these guys and we all expected him to just just take his head off and he didn't he got he got uh i don't know how you say it like he got totally humbled he was he, he was taken down for like four or five times kept there so i just bring that up to say like not only is he is he a better fighter like like skills wise but i think mentally now like he is ready for it. I think now that he said he, he even said it, he goes now I know exactly if I win what's gonna happen uh, and, and all this. So he's he's ready to become a champion and and that's obviously a huge point. I mean, yeah, definitely. Going back to the first fight, I think it was definitely a very inexperienced Francis and a very like how you said the point that Steve A humbled him. I think it was a Francis that was super arrogant and super had a huge ego going into this fight. Of course, when you talked about all the hype he was getting to that fight, the knockouts, beating these guys in just seconds. Bro, um, I think I mean, it definitely after, after that Overeem knockout. Like, yeah, it was God, insane. <laughs> and that's that's arguably one of the best knockouts in UFC history. Like I remember watching that live, it was insane. Like it was it looked like uh, Overeem's head was about to fall oh, off of his neck. Scary, it was scary. Alistair's legs were like moon. twitching, like they, yeah, uh, it's just yeah. nasty, yeah. bro. Nasty, and all that stuff, all that stuff built was part of the build up for that fight. And I remember at that time, Stipe felt disrespected by that. We remember that, and I think at the point where he said he didn't even want Dana to put the belt around him, yeah, yeah. was that during that? Yeah, that was then, right? I think so, yeah, so yeah. Um, also, like I said, how it was very inexperienced Francis. I think like Yoni was said about how that fight dragged on to the later rounds and it became, it was a decision. Um, I think Francis went into that fight, went hard in the first round and gassed out and he was done from there and credit to Stipe. Stipe took some big shots that first fight, big shots. And that's going to be something I'm going to say about this fight. Um, yeah. insane. And he was taking it like nothing happened. So credit to Stipe and Francis Gano. I think you said it so perfectly about how the mentality, how he is. I think he's such a different fighter mentally 
he 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 know he's been through that 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 first L and the way he lost it. I think that's gonna be so important in this fight that's coming up this weekend. And that fight against Derek Lewis either obviously didn't help him. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you know, I saw a stat. I think it was the last three or four fights that Stipe has like 48 minutes of fight time and Francis has like two minutes. I mean, everything about, if, if I'm a betting man, even, even if I'm, I'm a huge Francis fan, Stipe has the better coaches. Stipe is the better fighter overall from, from what we've seen so far. Anyway, he, he, he didn't get taken down too much about by DC Obviously, fucking DC is a stud, stud wrestler. Um, he a can strike more than a stud. Uh, I mean, no, I'm saying greatest Olympian yeah. type level. Yeah. Um, knocked out JDS, knocked out uh, Verdum. He, he's done it all. So, and for the last couple of fights, even though Francis is knocking these dudes out, he's kind of just rushing them. Like obviously, the last fight against uh, who do you fight, Jorginho, right? Mm-hmm. Forty seconds. He he took he took one leg kick from uh, what's his name, fucking Jorginho. He said, "All right, bro, I'm I'm not here for three rounds. I'm not gonna be fucking taking leg kicks." Rushed him, <laughs> and I remember what DC was saying. He he said he's just trying to connect because if he connects, it's a wrap. So that's why this fight's insane. But everything about Stipe and his coaches and and everything from like we've. Um, just everything, his whole career, Stipe is the better fighter. And Stipe, shockingly, is the underdog, which is crazy and very disrespectful. Yeah. But They disrespect the shit out of Stipe Miocic. In my personal opinion, greatest heavyweight of all time wins this. I think it's hard to argue it in general because this dude has, A, the most title defenses at heavyweight. B, he beat DC, what, twice, twice. right? Yeah. Twice. I mean, it's... It's crazy. This guy is so disrespected for being an all-time great. Like, an all-time great. He is definitely bro, it's, one again. Yeah. It's not like, bro, Stipe Miocic is the best heavyweight ever in MMA. Like, I can say that clear as day. I don't care what anybody thinks. Um, This guy, and the crazy thing, yet again, he's being disrespected. And it's just, just, dude, this guy, he's so, so good. So, so good. Just look at his resume. That's it. Having said all that, I do think Stipe is is there to be hit in the fight. And if Francis has just got to connect once. That's um, that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) But... I think Stipe has way he has a lot of a lot of other ways to win. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Whether it goes five rounds, whether um, they wrestle, and he's he just gotta stay out of the big shot. He could probably you know eat some light kicks, eat some uh, you know eat some jabs or something. But you you catch one on the like on the jaw, it's it's a wrap. So, but I trust Stipe, and I'll pick him to win. If Francis wins, I mean, nobody really loses because <laughs> the next fight, oh my God, we all know who that is. But oh yeah, hundred percent for both guys. So if they either probably either yeah, but obviously uh, it's it's a little crazier if it's Francis versus John Jones because everybody's gonna lose. So Ahmed, so Ahmed, let's make this clear. 
Um, you're making a prediction, right? No, no, no. I mean, bro, I'm picking, no, I'm no. picking Stipe. I'm picking Stipe. So that's your prediction. So we're trying to get it clear, you know, because you know how you go. You be saying, oh, I might have picked Francis bro. a little bit here and there, you know. I'm saying, bro. Bro, you can't even lock this in because he'll switch. Like, no, no. Listen, would. I'm, I'm telling you right now. If if I if I had to bet, I'll bet on Stipe because from what I what I know so far, that's not. We'll see. But I'll we'll pick see, Stipe. We'll see the verdict. I just don't. Okay. On Friday. Come First Saturday all, morning. Bro, my record. I can literally show you my record in the last like 35. Minutes. I don't doubt your record. My my issue like, is uh, four, what you say versus what results you have. Put I on been Saturday wrong? Morning. Yeah. You can never be I've, wrong if you're never right. Calm, I mean. Bro. I mean, but you're That's always wrong because because you're always just saying nonsense. That's exactly. also not a good thing to do because because you know you look like a fool. But all right, obviously the main event is huge. Um, some bad news about the co-main event, or you know, Hold it was supposed up. to be. Wait a minute, Ahmed. Can we say our prediction? Or is the only one that? Okay, you said Francis Seiko. Oh, I thought oh, it was Stipe I, all across the board. That's why I didn't mind that he passed up on the prediction. No, I. But that's the thing. I'm trying to say what I wanted to say. I was leading up to my point, but you know, you cut me off. So what do you want me to say? So let's go into this fight. It's okay. It's okay. It's absolutely. Let's nobody. go into this fight. <laughs> it's absolutely nobody. Okay. Connor. Okay, Connor. Um. Yeah. Talking about this fight specifically. I think I think you made a good point about how um, Stipe can win in many different ways, and that's a fact. If I was a betting man, I would bet Stipe. But guess what? I don't give a fuck. Okay, I'm gonna go Francis Ngannou knockout. I think Stipe, if he gets touched like he did the first fight, he's going down. We've exactly. seen it against DC. We've seen it against DC. He's been rocked. That chin will be tested, and I think Francis Ngannou wins by knockout. I mean, nobody's oh. like nobody would be shocked, but. You know, I'm just saying, like, from what we've seen well, so far, <laughs> from the last Francis fight, is the... Francis has only has only been in the in the octagon for two minutes. Every everything says Stipe, but this this is why this sport is crazy because everything will change in or in one punch. Bro. That's it. You know, that's why see, I I got I got Stipe by decision. But Ahmed, remember that video I sent you of UFC, like the first. The, oh, it was a heavyweights video, dude. Oh, was... Like. Uh, the, the remember the like the best heavyweight fights or whatever i whatever the point being that ufc has come such a long way and it's such a great sport that i'm absolutely shocked that it took this long for it to get huge like it's one of those sports where you can always be on the edge of your seats watching always no matter what like even at, uh at the versus uh romero like dude boring ass fight but you were still on the edge of your seat thinking one hit connects. It's like a wild, like shit's about to go down. I think it's a very yeah. underrated sport. And I think it's just going to continue to grow. Um, it's, it's incredibly entertaining, like entertainment, peak entertainment. Yeah. The entertainment was always there. The entertainment was always there, but it, it had a stigma on it, especially early about, it was just like human cockfighting. He's drunk. Yeah, just a bunch of drunk white guys fucking love this shit. And it huh. wasn't like, so I guess, what? professional. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So what? Um, and credit to Dana. He actually, he polished up like the image of the of of the UFC. So, yet again, uh, we praise Dana a lot. And 
He's the man. He's the boss. We literally have a video of us saying he takes L's just last week. This year. This yeah. year. Well, I mean, this that's a fact. That's, that's, yeah, that's... In, in our, in, in fairness. Like... And, and he might just take another L this week. Because, like, he, he probably wants Francis to win because, you know, Obviously, you can you can promote that as, as, as Bro, Mike Tyson and shit. But, yeah. Francis John Jones. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah, but Stipe John Jones is a better fight. Hell yeah. Bro, I agree. I know. You're right. With the name but factor. No. The UFC exactly. has to cater. John Jones. Sadly, the UFC has to cater to casuals. It just has yeah. to. You're not going to get pay-per-view buys off the regulars because those are guaranteed. You're always looking to get pay-per-view buys from new people. And you tell people, yo, guess what? Mike Tyson yeah, that's is what... back. Revive. Boom. They'll buy it. Hmm? Yeah. That's it. As we uh, What's the next? move on to, to the new co-main event, as obviously we found out that Brian Ortega and Alex De- Alexander Vol- Volkanovsky are, I think, I, I think one of them got COVID. I think it was Alex. He got COVID. His whole team yeah. got COVID, so... Brad Riddell, yeah, obviously I'm last weekend I was, I was I was upset. That was a great fight uh, that he had in the co-main. His 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 other teammate, uh, he was supposed to fight. I don't think he's going to be fighting this card either. But yeah, let's get to the new co-main event: Tywin Woodley, Vicente Luque, welterweight bout. Uh, both these guys are top ten. Tywin Woodley, obviously former champ. Vicente Luque never never been finished. Obviously, we all know him as this durable tough guy who can can pretty much win any fight he's in um but this is this is a big name for him tyron woodley this is i mean we always say it if if tyron woodley if the real tyron woodley shows up i'm i'm getting tired of always saying it too because you know this is like 15 rounds in a row that he's dropped um so i hope tyron woodley just for for his pride and his and his uh, career shows a little fight, you know. You know, today I was watching him uh, with Ariel Hawani, and he's saying, "I'm I'm watching myself lose," and we're all watching yourself lose, and we all we're all saying like at least swing back or something. I don't know what it is. It could be just a mental block. I mean, he's he hasn't been knocked out or something, so I don't understand why he's scared. You know, you know to take that because because guys are getting knocked out. Then you know I can see why. You know. You're scared, but yeah, but that's the thing. Like, but don't you think it's more distasteful that okay, he's not getting knocked out, but he's getting completely dominated. Oh, that's him. even well, I mean, you know, it's even worse. It's mm-hmm. even worse. <laughs> well, but you get slept unconscious in the first round, you know, that's that's nothing's uh, good from he, that. It's like he's I guess in I look jail at with handcuffs on. No, bro. I get it. I get it. I yeah, no, 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 I know. I, bro, um, uh, the guy who got knocked out, uh, by Kevin Lee. Um, he yeah. said it. That was well, that was a nasty, nasty KO. Yeah, he, uh, he, he was supposed to fight last weekend. That was a big fight, but he said it. He said it. He goes, I'd rather get knocked out like that in a clean shot than to get, you know, like dragged through the mud, uh, get mauled for, you know, three or five rounds because then you know nothing you did ever worked in that fight. Yeah. And I, I can see that standpoint, but, you know, getting knocked down in the first round, you know, yeah, like I mean, like two or three times. I'm not trying to. Is also, yeah, yeah, I get it, but no, I'm not trying to. Let's get to the fight, Luke. Like I said, as tough as it gets, Tom Woodley. Um, I, I expect a little, you know, a little fight. I think he's uh, like like changed a little fight or something. 
little fight. I mean, more fight. More I, ex- fight. I expect them to start <laughs> rapping round three. I I expect a slow. <laughs> yeah, facts. What was that song, bro? No clue. Bro. Never heard a song of his. Just know he has to stop. Yeah, yeah, I know that song, but I, that shit is just god awful. Oh man, god awful. It's god awful. Hidden, hidden talent. I, I was screaming. If, when I was. If I was one of his oppo- opponents, I would literally use his song to walk out. Nah, I mean just, just... To like yeah. Wow. Yeah. Creative, to, yeah. Creative why mental warfare. Me- mental warfare. Come on, son. Mental warfare. I'd rather come out my own. Like shit, but whatever. I think it's gonna be a close fight. It could uh, go either way when it's done. Three rounds. They'll probably go Woodley because of the name factor, but I expect Luke with his leg kicks. He's got some nasty leg kicks. But Luke is is there to be hit. I um I think it's gonna be like like those fights where Luke has more volume, but Woodley has more power. And whoever whoever they pick, then you know, it could be a different winner on a different night. So uh, it's really hard to pick a winner up because because I'm praying for Woodley to get, you know, just one more win. I'll go Woodley. But nobody, nobody would be shocked if, if Luke obviously wins this fight. So prediction, please. Come on. Tyron Woodley. See, Tyron like, Woodley. this is this. this. Yeah, I respect him. Okay, you said Tyron. That's it. That's it. No, you got to. I'm in an FBI fucking room right now. And I and I just <laughs> interrogation. What I did. the hammer down on him. I'm I'm in the um, I think this fight is more so about Tyron Woodley, like you said, former champion. We know what he's capable of. He yeah. hasn't shown that in the last three fights, and I, I I just can't bet on him. I can't trust him. I think he's done. I think mentally he's done. I think he's just he, that's, those fights. That's what... It looks like he doesn't even want to be in there. So how can I bet on him? We know the that's ability. Why, I'm not that's saying why, ability. I just that's why you I can't, can't say him. that. But that's why you can't say this fight is is all about Tyron Woodley because because Luke has has fought big names before, but he's always yeah felt he's sore a great fighter. In, I'm not taking away the big names. This could be his chance to get the big name and then start moving up like and actually you know in the top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, that's no. This is, I don't want to disrespect uh, Vicente Luque. I don't because he's a great fighter on his own right, yeah. but. Never we know finished. what Tyron could be. We know how we know what he can be, the ability of him as a fighter. But I think he's worrying about other things. I think he's probably thinking about retirement, to be honest. I mean, he was because he was I think he's gonna look bro. He can say it, but it doesn't look like it. You can say one thing and do another. Okay, so yeah. me, I can't bet on a guy like him. I think he's gonna lose. I think Vicente Luque is gonna win, and I think Tyron Woodley will be cut from the UFC. After this, yeah, fight, but, I think that's yeah, for real. yeah, bro. He he's wow. he's lucky that he's not cut right now because yeah, yeah, and especially even though even though he's fighting Dana. the top guys, he is fighting the elite, oh, yeah, elite yeah. top group. That's where he should be around. Those are the elite top guys. Is where he should be with. So and he's losing them and he's getting dominated in them. And it's kind of crazy to me that this guy's thinking about all this other shit. His his acting. His 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 rapping career, his fucking TMZ shit, when he sucks at every single one of them. Did you ever see that scene that he was in in, in that T.I. movie? No. I'm not even going to talk about it because it's some graphic shit. Just go on YouTube and you'll see it out. I mean, see it. And his rapping. We we were just previewing. I man knows the lyrics by heart. So it's oh, all. it was a funny-ass song, man. 
Yeah, it's funny because it's awful. All right, so you got you got Luke. I got Woodley. Um, I got Luke. I'll say Luke. He's got a he's got a draw, bro. That's what's gonna happen. Draw a draw. Imagine third fight of the card: the Sugar Show returns. Sugar Sean O'Malley versus Thomas Almeida. Um, Both these guys are very similar because Thomas, uh, he was he was like. 20 and 0, nobody could touch him. You know, he was the top prospect uh, at 135. So if I'm Thomas, I'm, I'm looking at this fight, my my big chance to get back in the in the top 10, top five. Same thing goes, uh, same thing goes for Sean. Obviously, he, he's he's got that first loss. Now um, he's gonna have something to prove. Uh, and it's a great fight. So both these guys are gonna have to show up, Thomas and Sean. Who's gonna go on to the top ten? Sugar Sean. That dude's a beast. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. that's my that's 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 my guy. Um, you could say he's a little bit overrated, but I still think he's a top he's a top fighter. And yeah. at his best, he does at his best, right? But he's just I don't know. I just have questions about his mentality because he be doing some dumb shit. And that was the same thing they said about Almeida. In the big yeah, fights, yeah. He, would, he would crumble. So, yeah, which makes sense that they put each each other against each, uh, each other in this fight. So I don't have much to say. I think uh, Sugar Shane, that's my guy, so I have to go with him. And I think he's going to he's gonna show people his talent. And he's going to come out and he's going to perform, especially that last loss, which is kind of a, you know, was a annoying really loss. loss. Listen, bro. I mean, it is what it is. It's a, it happens, bro. You know. Um, does it yeah. take away from his stock? I mean, I think it says more that he's super injury prone, especially in fights. Yeah. That's the second time an injury during the fight affected him, and the first time that I forgot who he's fighting. This guy yes. was literally on the ground, and this guy, whoever he was fighting, was just like standing up the whole time. Like it was such a stupid fight, and he could have lost there. Remember the post-fight interview he had with Joe Rogan on the floor? <laughs> and, yeah, I think Sugar Shane O'Malley's going to do his thing, and I think he's going to win. How? I'll, I don't know. KO, hopefully. I'll go I'll go with Sean O'Malley. Um, you know what O'Malley always does? He always steals the show. And if he can steal the show on the biggest, baddest fucking rematch, Steve Bay versus Francis, then all that hype comes back. Because a lot of fans right now, they jumped off the bandwagon. Um, and I think just one big-time performance to remind people why he was, you know, he, I mean, he was ranked before. He was, like, 14. So, and, and he's, he's only, like, 25. So, this is a big fight for him. We'll see what he does. I got O'Malley, though. Yoni, you just going to stand there? Yeah, I said O'Malley. <laughs> I said it from the beginning. I said it. He's I was going to look. I spit oh it out God. before we even broke it down, Sugar Sean. Yo. Banter, uh, mate. Are you? Yeah. That's all. I'm, Ahmed, I was, I, I'm waiting for Ahmed to say something because he's part of Khabib's. He's part of those Dagestani crew. Are you going to say something else? You're waiting no for that? Fun. I'm waiting for something else in the prelims. Our uh, honorary, oh. our, our normalized oh. Ahmed pronouncing the names. Although it's kind of become on, all of us trying to pronounce the names, and I think we all know which name oh, we're gonna struggle to pronounce. <laughs> right here, Michal. 
Alexia Juk. I think I Bro. got that spot on. Ahmed, come on. Alexia Juk versus Modestas Bukauskas. Damn, Bro, that, that's actually not that hard. Shit, I'm really? not going to try that shit. No, I'm not. I'm just not. Um, Ahmed, <laughs> come on. Uh, Khabib's brother. What do you think about his fight? Is that actually Khabib's brother? Yeah. No, it's not. It's his brother. Get the fuck yes, out of it here. is. I swear to God, it is. Brother. Yeah, we hear you. We hear you. But yeah. I asked you if you, what do you think about Khabib's brother? Yeah. His fight in the prelims. Yeah, I mean, I, I hold up. Since you're part of their crew, second. you're part of the team. Yeah. Right? Let me go back to the card. You guys talked about uh, those two other fights. <laughs> nah, we went nah, straight we to the ju- prelims because we uh, uh we went. I will. Ahmed, I, will I, just, I will just mention Miranda Maverick has has a lot of hype. Has a lot of hype behind her. She's only 23, so we'll see what she does. Uh, just just to bring that out there. But yeah, we obviously uh, Khabib's brother, who I think lost his last fight. Uh, I mean, I mean, <laughs> what more to say? He's not, he's not Khabib. He's, he's not, he's not, he's not like those elite type guys, even though I expect him to win, you know, when you're, when you're training with the best in the world and, and all this, like you you're have part to of win. their team, bro. What? Oh, no. I say, I'm saying that you're part of their team. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I accept <laughs> I expect him to get the job done, maybe even finish the guy, but we'll see. I don't Med, care. Don't forget to pronounce All I know the is names. He's gonna be in the corner, bro. So, so we chilling. We want you to pronounce one of the names in the prelims. I already gave it a shot. I already oh, gave the, it a shot. The, the whole fight. The Polish guy. The whole fight. Both of them. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Both difficult. Bukowskis. Bukowskis. Pretty it's good. It's not that tough. Oh, I, okay. I've heard him fight before. This guy, I've seen him fight before, but there's no way I'm saying his last name. Bro, it's impossible to say these Polish names. Bro. No, it's not. I got it. I got a spot say it, on. Say it. It's Mikhail Oleksijuk. Oleksijuk. Bro, it sounds like, like, you're, like you're speaking backwards or something. <laughs> yeah, it does. yeah, yeah, those uh, Polish names are really weird. You see the fight they have over there, Shane Young versus uh, uh, what's yeah. Omar Morales? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fight has been canceled. That guy um, was oh, with. No. He was with the team that got COVID. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Shane oh. Young. Shane Young. He's a crazy guy, bro. You seen his uh, his face off? So he just starts screaming. Oh, he's he's from New and, Zealand. Uh, so I see. Look at the first fight of the night. Oh, he's the brother back? of Atman. No, oh, it's the brother. The brother Abu. Yeah, he kind of looked. Kind of looked weird. Oh yeah. wow, Abu Zaitar, he's also got a lot of power. Uh, I expect him to also get the job done in impressive fashion. Probably knock the guy out first fight of the night. Get get all that shit started, and let's go. We'll see. But yeah, is that it for UFC two sixty? Pretty much it. Obviously, you know that main event is crazy. It's a good I'm card in the. Yeah, I, it's it's such a bad time for me because Syracuse plays nine fifty five on Saturday. The main card starts at ten, so I'm gonna have to be you know all over this shit. You gotta so, get that double screen. But uh, uh, you know, we're spoiled. Nice. We're spoiled for the night. 
Yeah, for sure. Sports has been really, really like I feel like they're going full throttle ever since uh Let's, ever since uh, COVID that reopening. Let's go into the UCL draw. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Some interesting matchups. I find it funny that people tried saying like they got leaked and whatnot, and they're always wrong every single year. Always. It's hilarious. Every single time. Like, like why do people actually think UEFA would slip up like that? So basically every year, like they'll say, Oh, the UCL draw got leaked, and it's fucking always wrong, like disgustingly wrong. Um what if they change your last second? Well, but every year, like I'm sure they would have figured yeah, out the slip ups so. by now. They'll probably they probably but have some point of going that when someone finds it. They get pissed off and they and they yeah, but that renders it. that renders the leak useless then, and that just means UEFA has no. Uh... It's all corrupt, obviously. Like we know this. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. It's I think all it's corrupt. Draw. Come on, you you're UCL? telling me you're telling me you would put Bayern versus PSG that early? No way. Not, Bro, no Bayern way. Munich. Okay, sometimes we get easy draws, but a lot of times we get Juventus in the round of sixteen. No, no. Um, I'm not saying you guys get easy draws. I'm saying Bayern and PSG are bro, probably the strongest bro, teams. It's, and bro, then it's, to put Man, Man City. It's Chelsea versus Porto, right? Yes. Come yeah. on. Stop it. And that's on that right side of the bracket where it's Chelsea, Porto, and easy, Liverpool. Bro, easy. And they, they put, and they put Bayern and Man City in the same bracket. And, Pierre, and Paris. Let's Those get into it. Let's get into three. it, and then we can comment. And then we can comment. Let's start with, like you said, one side of the bracket. First matchup, Bayern versus PSG on that side. Thoughts? Ahmed. Let the Bayern fan go. Rematch of last year's Champions League final. Uh, obviously, now we have two legs to prove our point. Um, Mickey Mouse final? To the Champions League final, number six. Um, I think... I think if we play our best football, there's no team that's going to stop us. I just hope uh, everybody's healthy. That's it. If, if we're healthy, I like our chances against anybody. Uh, obviously, I have a lot of respect. You know, Imape is a beast, could score at any any moment, knock on wood. Um, and who else? Obviously, if Neymar's healthy, Neymar's all the better. Be He's back. Um, Neymar's back, no? He's, He's fully really back. Good. Yeah, yeah, I think he is. I'm pretty sure. So listen, bro, I want I want everybody to be healthy. Two, you know, two, two, uh, two teams probably that are top three in the world. Um, so obviously it's a shame that we get it this early, but you got to beat anybody to become the champion. Um, we got some big goals, so I like Bayern. Um, and we're home the first leg. Uh, I thought I thought we were better in the in the group stage. So doesn't that make us away or something like that? Why, if you're better sure. in the group stage, why would you yeah. not get home first? No, I I, yeah. I mean me me I I would like to go uh, home first. But if you're better in the group stage and we really? didn't lose the game, I'd rather take home the second leg. No, I would. I would take. Yeah, you got all the moments. For me, personally. I mean, technically, I was. I'm having the mindset that there's actually fans, but there's, there's, it's not. Really, it doesn't even matter. To I would take home first, and then leave yourself with no de- deficit to climb. Take home first, 
zip zip. Then you play away. This is with fans. Oh, no. I mean, bro, with this or is without with fans, fans doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Nah, I take home sorry, uh, second leg. You would take home first if you're confident in your team. I think because yeah. then you shouldn't have a problem, yeah. and then you should, see go, that. should go away. But yeah, listen, you got to beat anybody to become a champion. So we're ready to face uh, PSG. That's it. I think uh, personally for me. PSG have something to prove. They got to prove it. I'd rather Bayern go through so they could beat City, if we're going to be completely honest. Because do you really trust PSG to destroy Pep City? No. Uh, But I think PSG will go through. They'll Listen, I know you're kind of like, what? But PSG and City have no... uh, no culture. The UCL is unfamiliar territory to them, especially the so late who, stages. To PSG so and Man City. To PSG and Man City. PSG literally went to the final. That's well, fine. Once season. in a while, it happens. Once in a while, it happens. You're going to tell me Porto has late stage UCL fucking history? They're Inter always, has late stage UCL? More, late most stage. of the time, most semis, of the time they're in the knockout stages. More, yeah. more times in your not, club, honestly, in the, in the last couple no, of years. No, they're not. No, they're not, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, bro. What about Inter? What about Inter? They don't have that culture, bro. There are very few clubs that have that culture of going into the late stage of the UCL, winning the UCL. And Bayern is one of those teams. Real Madrid is one of those teams. Liverpool, even Chelsea. But City and PSG have none of that. None of that. I would not be surprised. I will get into cities later, but... I think I would rather PSG get knocked out and Bayern play City, but I think PSG will win. I think PSG has a better, not the better team, but I just see them winning. I see Neymar pulling up big like I thought he would pull up in the finals last season, but he learns from his mistakes. Neymar learns from his mistakes. So, Paris. Oh, Talking about two footballing giants in this world, like I said, uh, two of the top three teams in the world, two of the top three teams' favorites to win the Champions League. Uh, Bayern, t- going forward, you know, we're talking about the best striker in the world, Robert Lewandowski, Thomas Muller, how he's playing. You have Sonny, you have Gnabry, you have Coleman, you have a lot of top players. But I, that's, not, that's, not, that's not where I question them. I really question them at the back and they haven't the defensive season has not been that good. Um, you're giving Neymar, you're giving Di Maria, you're giving Mbappe. I'm not gonna say Cardi because he's absolutely shite. Um, you give them against that suspect defense, I think in two legs, I think they're gonna give them trouble. Um, I think they're gonna right their wrongs from the final last season. Credit to Bayern, they won the Champions League. So even if they do lose, at least they didn't lose in the final. So I'm gonna go with Paris. So that's it. Ahmed, you say Bayern? No, bro. I, I, I actually have PSG uh, winning by like six goals. Hey, listen, it's a, it's okay to go against your team once yeah, in a while. Mind. I mean, listen, bro, sometimes I think, you I win, sometimes you don't. For for if we play anybody, obviously a defense. If you have to pick one one point of our team, that's that's a little weak. It's not that weak, I would say. Even though you know, it's not that weak. I, at all, especially when you have Neuer at the back. Um, it's. I think the question is, can they stop us from 
I mean, we are going to have a lot of chances. We are. It's not, it's not if, it's when for us. Can they stop those chances? And can they stop us scoring goals before it gets too late? They're going to have to, they're going to have to score one to honestly, bro, if they, if they score early and it, I mean, I will be fucking screaming obviously, but if they score early, it would only make us a better team it's, or, or, it's, or if they score first, I'm saying if they score first, because when, okay. because we need something to fight for, I mean, and we already have the champions league. You put us in a hole, this team, I just, they're, they're just built different. And I think, I think they're going to come out on top regardless, but whatever happens, I still like Bayern Munich every way. I think it's different now that it's two legs. Um, those, that uh, center back partnership, Marquinhos and Kimpembe, they're really good. Both arguably top class. I wouldn't call them world-class, but they scored the partnership today, between the them. Who? Kimpembe? Kimpembe scored okay, a normal. That's fair. Team. Okay, that happens. Own goals happen. No, I have no but, idea how it happened. I'm just saying. Uh, doesn't Own goals happen. It doesn't take anything away from the player that he is. He's a great young player. and He, he makes a lot of mistakes. No, no, hold up. Ooh. He makes a lot of mistakes, Kimpembe. He was responsible for the handball against United when we made our comeback. Yeah. He scored well, a few own goals. You call him You call him world-class player? You call him top No, class. I said... Top class. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call no, him world no. class. He's not top class. He, he's a good player. What is top he's class? Really underrated. I feel top like he makes a lot of mistakes. Below, I believe. Okay, but you, you outside of that, outside of that handball, which was a low Pray to God something happens. Of course, his hand shouldn't be there, but it, it happens. Oh, stuff he, like that. Of course, it's a bad mistake. Reckless. Didn't you get? Yeah, didn't you get like a yellow or a red like last when, season that? Almost cost PSG big time, or France. He's reckless. Yeah, he Listen, I can't pinpoint exactly because I don't pay attention to King. No, I'm, he's, 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 a, he's a solid player. Well, he's reckless. He is. You can he's look a, it up. I I wouldn't say he's top class. I wouldn't trust him against Bayern Munich, against I fucking I've, I've seen Marquinhos I've seen on enough the other of hand. him to. He's all right. I've seen him. I disagree. Yeah, like he's not world class. I'm not calling world class. I'm calling top class, and I think that partnership between them two is world class. It's a top top partnership. They're both really good players. But anyways, that that's not anything. I think the weak point of Bayern is from the wings. When you talk about both fullbacks, of course they just brought Florenzi. Florenzi suspect defensively, I think. And then the other side is Bernat. If Bernat's healthy, I think he's pretty he's injured right now. If they even think about playing Kurzawa, they're gonna get smashed. That guy's literally the worst player I've seen in any top five top top five league, like a top team in the world. He's literally the worst player. So I think bro, Bayern have the talent to win. Like I'm not saying they can't, but I'm gonna go with PSG. Nice. Next, oh, we got. All I'm gonna say, hold on. All I'm gonna say, last time we uh, we faced Pochettino in the Champions League. I you forgot that Pochettino's at the helm, bro. It's a massive downgrade. So we move Shit. on. You might you might have just changed my opinion. No. As we PSG move on, we'll go through. Uh, Dortmund versus City. It. It's a good uh, good tie. I think City are put to the test 
And for the first time in a minute, because City always get easy draws, Dorman's going to give them a tough time, man. I think Dorman is. And what a perfect team. Holland at the helm, Sancho at the wing, coming to City. They both have history with the club. And to knock them out in a year where they're looking like they're set for a treble, I think Dortmund will do it. What do you guys think? Oh, I don't know. Um, I think Dortmund definitely has a good chance because they see a team that's so similar to them, like, at least two or three times a year. And that's us. We play kind of – well, they play similar to us. But, you know, so they're fine with the counterattack. That's probably going to be their, their top chance at a goal. And when you have Holland in form, he, he can win any game for you. So um, it's definitely a great tie. I just think that Man City, that midfield is, is a mismatch. Um, and obviously going forward, you know, they have a slightly a little more talent on the wings. And I don't know, overall, I, I just think Man City is the better team. And I, I expect them to go forward would not be surprised if, if, if Dortmund is sixth best team in Germany somehow does it oh. um yeah I mean it's definitely definitely going to be a difficult game for Man City but I think <clears throat> overall they are, have a way better team and Holland Holland is in incredible form this guy is scoring fourth one and I think he will score but considering Man City's defense considering how they play the style of play and how good that defense is, I do not see Holland scoring four goals in two legs. I think he will score because it's like guaranteed now. And I think the defense will hold, will hold them. But going forward, Dorman's defense is shambolic and Man City's attack is top, top class shit. It's insane. This team is super well-rounded. It's sad for me to say because obviously I'm a United fan and fuck City, but they're a good team. It's nothing you can you can't talk bad about them. So I think Man City win. Go to. Uh, Ahmed said City as well. Next we got Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Uh, very tough matchup. Uh, it's. I think this is a great clash. Um, yeah, yeah. However, Liverpool, I think besides the fact of Liverpool's form in the Champions League, they're still playing top quality. Like, they're still a team that you can't count out as much as in the Premier League where, like, if they're playing Sheffield, I wouldn't be surprised if they get spanked. Um, my personal take, Real Madrid under Zidane. Playing good. The midfield's running circles. Ramos is healthy. Benzema's healthy. I think Real Madrid go through. And when we go to the next matchup, I'm going to give a take that I think both of you will be very surprised to hear. Although not coming out of my mouth. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Ahmed, who do you have winning? You think Real Madrid's going to win? I'm going to get some. No, I mean, I was going to say that I thought uh, RB Leipzig should have won. And I think that what what real, now that they have a real striker, this being uh, obviously Madrid, 
Karim Benzema, they 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 dominate the ball uh, like RB does, but now they have a striker that can they can put chances away. That's yeah. the big difference. And if they don't if they don't have a last uh, like a like a total fucking like malfunction at the back, then I expect them to win. Because Liverpool, like they will fold, especially this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, so. uh, obviously, we know about the injury woes, especially defensively. Um, I think Benzema coming back is huge. Uh, I think we could see it just this past weekend where he scored a very big clutch goal for them. Um, Ramos coming back, bringing that experience. How well that midfield is playing. My only, my only issue about Real Madrid is the wings. Because who are they going to play? Vinicius. He's he's haven't hasn't been that well. You know, has Hazard yet again getting injured. Um, that's a little suspect. But considering Liverpool's defense, um, I think Benzema can score goals, and I think that defense with Ramos and Ron back together, I think they can hold them. And I don't think we we're, we're not going to see a performance from Real like we would we like RB did. So I think credit to Liverpool. In the Champions League, they've played well, but I think Real Madrid get it done. I agree. On to the next matchup: Porto versus Chelsea. Roman Abramovich. I take Roman Abramovich's pockets right Chelsea into the Champions care. League. Now, let, let me tell you guys something: the winner of the Champions League nice. will come from this side of the bracket, and it will be either Chelsea or Real Madrid. Probably Chelsea. And let me tell you why. They are a team, so far away from being the best team in the world. So that, that would be That's crazy. fine. But have you? did you see Chelsea in 2012? What happens when a team gets a new manager or even a temporary manager and they're